0: When you really have encountered, things change. Victory is mine before my eyes can see. You need a new birth experience. Now there's nothing that can keep me from my promise. Set apart to God, direct access. Welcome, everybody. Hope you guys are good today. I want to welcome you to Breaking Through with James Leveque. I am Pastor James Leveque, and look, today, I believe with all my heart, is your day for a breakthrough. Today we're going to talk about the key to wisdom. Uh, a lot of people want to have wisdom. I'm going to tell you right now, wisdom is not just getting old, believe it or not, uh, because you can be young and have wisdom. But the key to wisdom... You're going to hear all about that today. Um, you ever shop for like a card, like maybe an anniversary card or a Valentine's card? I'm kind of into that, right? So I-, I can't tell you how many times with my schedule I've woken up and went, oh no, it's Valentine's or whatever, you know? And my wife's a gift person and my wife is an on the day gift person. So you better have that little spread downstairs when she wakes up in the morning and usually a card from the kids. And when I'm going to pick out a Valentine's Day gift, I got to tell you guys a secret. I don't really know what to get, but I, I basically feel like I get a card for me, and here's why. I'll go to the store, and I'll look for cards, and I'll read card after card after card until I find one that makes me cry. I'm not kidding. I get a little choked up. I'm like, oh, that? Because, you know, I mean, these people write all these weird notes and poems, and I find the one that I'm like, oh, that just did it in here, and then I'm like, I'll get her the card, and my wife will read the card, and she'll go, she'll laugh. She'll be like, did you, did you pick out another card where you cried again? And I'm like, possibly, you know what I mean? I'm like kind of sappy for that kind of stuff. And a lot of times (laughs) I'm rushing and I've been in lines with Roses and like all the other dads waiting until the last minute. But the truth is this, when I'm looking at this card section, you see a lot of things. You see birthday cards, you see like... Um, You know, happy birthday, and I noticed one day there was different numbers, like happy birthday on the 16th birthday, and the 40th, and the 50th, and like they all have different numbers to celebrate, and then I saw like towards the end was like the the over-the-hill balloons. You ever seen those? Like the black over-the-hill balloon or, you know, and it just basically tells you like it's funny. You can start younger, and then it gets all the way till you're older, and it was just so funny. And they get, and here's what they go. When you go on one side of the card aisle, they get funny, right? Like, two, three, Snoopy, Garfield, da-da-da. You know, it's like always some kind of character. Clearly, I just dated myself by saying Snoopy Garfield. But there's like, there's like some kind of cartoon on it. And then by the time you get to the end where it's older, it gets more serious. You realize that? Like, it's not as, like, happy and funny. It's more serious. Most people, when you get older, you live with regrets, right? Let's be honest. So nobody's going to, you don't see a car that says under the hill, right? You don't see a car that is like, you know, trying to make some adult dig to a kid. The truth is a lot of people, when they get older, they have regrets, right? See, when you're new and you're younger, it's a new baby, your whole life ahead of you, newly married, newly this, newly that. But when you get older, there's not a whole lot new happening. But you have life. And the truth is, on the other side of life, the one side's the kids and the fun card. On the other side of life, you're looking back differently, right? Most likely, you're probably thinking you wish you did stuff differently. Think about it. You don't see under the hill cards. You don't see any of those things. Psalm 90, verse 12, powerful scripture, says this. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Wow. Did you hear that? Teach us to number our days so we would gain a heart of wisdom. One of the keys to wisdom is to learn to number your days. See, when you don't know the Lord, it's just another day. When you don't serve God, every day's the same. Nothing changes. You kind of feel like, you know, what's, what's going on different in my life and... The reality is, it's just another day. But when you know the Lord, things are different, right? Time is more, we want to redeem it as Christians, right? The Bible says, redeem the time because the days are evil. I had a pastor one time. He uh, bought his wife a watch for like, it was an anniversary. He bought his wife a watch and he said, I want to engrave it. So he had a watch. He wanted to engrave the back of it. And on the back of it, he wanted to put... Time flies, right? Man, honey, we got married when we were younger, and looking back, just time flies. And when he got the watch, he was so excited. Uh, he picked it up, he was, he was just thrilled, and he brought it to his wife, and she opened the anniversary gift, and she was so excited. And right underneath the watch, it was engraved, but when she took it and opened it up, it said, Times Fly. There was an error. She said, Honey, was this supposed to say, Time Flies? Instead, it said, times fly. And isn't that the truth about life? The reality is life is just a bunch of moments that we have to cherish. Life is memories and fleeting uh, um, you know, opportunities. Where did time go? You know, No one says life is slow, maybe outside of being in prison. But the truth is, if you talk to anybody, when I had a little baby, someone said, man, you wait because the time is going to fly. You're, my daughter's a year and a half old. they said, you wait. You see little grandma in the store. They get big fast. No one ever says they get, they get big slow. No one ever says that life is just long and drawn out and boring and they can't wait for it to end. No, they say time, where did it go? See, most people don't number their days. The Bible says Num- teach us to number our days that we... Kn- That's how you gain a heart of wisdom. If every day's the same, what are you doing? You're not living. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. You know what the Bible says, teach us? Because a lot of people don't know how to number their days. Who is living with a heart of urgency anymore? Think about it. Like, we're living in some, if we really believe these are the last days, if we really believe that God is coming back, and we have a work to do to get the gospel out, why are we living like this? You you know what's amazing to me as a pastor? Like I'll do a funeral, I'll do, you know, a baby dedication. You know, it's like extremes, right? When someone dies, when a baby dedication, everybody's so happy and it's like the future, no one's thinking about regrets. When I do a funeral, people are like all of a sudden caring about eternity. Oh, you know, know, if someone dies, you're like, oh, hug your loved ones close today. Like, why does it take trauma for us to, like, care about numbering our days, right? Numbering our days, the Bible says, redeem the time because the days are evil. Where did the time go? See, life is a blink, right? I've said it before on this broadcast. When you die, there's going to be the day you were born, and then the day you die, and in the middle is going to be a dash. It's what did you do with the dash, if you're watching right now and you say, man, I don't feel like I have wisdom in my life, call that number on the screen. If you need a miracle in your body, call the number on the screen. We want to pray for you today that you would redeem the time, that the Lord would release you. The Bible says that our Ephesians 1, 16, 17, a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Do you want a gift of wisdom in your life? Call that number on the screen. You want God to help empower you to number your days? That's why we're here for you. Call that number. So the reality is like, What are we doing to live with that urgency today? Do we believe that the Lord's coming? I had a pastor friend, really a father in my life, Dr. Brian Simmons, and he went to the jungles of Panama for like 15 years. And I asked him one time, I said, Hey, Pop, why did you choose to go to the Panama jungles? Like, what was it that moved you to do it? And he said, Son, it was one thing. It was the urgency to usher in the Lord's return because the Bible says Jesus is not returning till the gospel goes to the far corners of the earth. And he sat with his wife and said, we want to find the places on earth that have never heard the gospel. He went to a jungle in Panama and translated the Bible into a language no one's ever heard. How many know that's urgency? What is urgency causing us to do? Do we feel like the days are all the same? You know when you're on like an extended vacation, you're like, what day is it? (laughs) You don't know what day it is when the days don't matter. When they're all the same, you feel you feel lost. And spiritually, what are you doing with the time you have? I've seen people in their young stages of life, they get excited in the future, maybe they're working, maybe they can't wait to retire. And, you know, one day, one day, someday I'm going to do this, someday I'm going to do that. Hey, when I retire, I'm going to go to the mission field. When I'm, you know, and now you're bogged down by your grandkids. Now you have bad hips. Now you have ARP cards. There's never going to be a convenient time to number your days and make them count. Today is your day of salvation. Call that number on the screen. Today's your day for breakthrough. We are here standing by to believe that God wants to touch your life in a powerful way. So let me ask you a question. What would it look like If you knew you had 24 hours to live, what would it look like? Literally. I mean, like God was like, look, it's appointed you're going to die. Here's how much time you have left. How would you live differently? Would you want to make your heart right with your brother? Would you want to reconcile with your son? Would you want to get married? I don't know, whatever's in your plans. Why do we live as if time is going to last? Why do we live, you know, I see people, they eat bad food, right? I mean, for years, I did not take care of myself in my diet. You, you're not going to live forever. People would say to me when I was 20, oh, eat whatever you want now because you got time to take it off. Eat. Then I turned 40. They say, eat whatever you now, you got time to take it off. Then I turned 30. Then I turned 40 and people are like, uh, what are you doing? You don't have time. Time is not guaranteed. And spiritually, I'm telling you today, time is of the essence. We have got to gain a heart of wisdom. We've got to learn how to number our days to make them count. We have got to learn to take this day we're living in. Somebody said, man, I don't really like the day we're living in. There's too much going on, too much, you know, stress out there, too much frustration out there. Good. Then realize you're an answer to all of this. Realize that God has allowed you to be alive for such a time as this, so you would walk in breakthrough and see that. Wisdom and revelation. Supernatural Wisdom is available for you today. Call that number on the screen. There's a gift that God wants to give you of wisdom. There's a gift that God wants to give you of revelation. So call the number. Look, maybe you're watching this broadcast. You say, man, I don't even know that Jesus. Well, it's time you meet the real God of breakthrough. Call the number. Tell tell the people on the phone, I want to know the Lord. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to walk in wisdom and power. That will make the difference in your life. Because we, we all can know what wisdom is and want it, but having a desire for it, that's another thing. And I believe the reason the Bible says teach us to number our days is because you can't let other things number your days. Don't let sickness number your days. Don't let disease number your days. You better be the one to look at your life and make it count. I hear a lot about it. Number my days, number my days, number... What, Pastor James, what does numbering my days mean? Think about it. What does, what does it actually look like when you number your days? It's an amazing question, and here's the truth. After this quick pause, we're going to tell you, right after this break, we're going to tell you practical ways in your life that you can number your days. We'll see you in a moment. There's
1: a praise that breaks the silence, a sound that slays the giants. Are you ready to ignite your faith? then look no further than Pastor James Levesque's new book, Fire, preparing for an end-time outpouring. This book contains 12 principles that will unlock the power within and cause you to walk in a new level of boldness and power. For a suggested donation of only $12.99, we will send you a personal autographed copy. Log
0: on to jameslevesque.org and get your copy today. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. We're talking about wisdom. So many people want wisdom today. And can I tell you, I feel like so many people lack wisdom today. We need to have wisdom and wisdom from God. I pray all the time. Like, Lord, teach us to number our days. That's what I'm praying to God. God, teach me how to number our days. And I'm praying, empty me of the wisdom of the world and fill me with the wisdom of God. That's what I'm always asking. Because if we live like like time isn't of the essence, we're not, there's, there should be an urgency as a believer, right? How many know that we're, we're just past, we're not really like supposed to be attached to this earth, we're passing through, right? You are on this earth like from the Lord for a specific purpose in life, right? But you got to realize that, like we're not, this is not our home, ladies and gentlemen, we can't get attached to this place. We are passing through to do what God has called us to do. So when I'm on this earth, look, I love this earth, but the reality is I don't want to get so attached to it that I miss the reason you're on this earth. You are not on this earth to work a job and then die. You're not on this earth to be born in a a, um, crib and die in a grave. You are on this earth to display the works of Christ. You are on this earth to know him and make him known and shine his light everywhere you go. That's why you're on this earth. And if you're careful, you're going to miss the opportunities in life, right? You're going to miss the opportunities in life. Uh, My wife and I love traveling the world. We love going to different countries and different nations. And I remember one time, I felt like my wife gave me, like, one of the biggest rebukes. And she didn't mean to. She was being loving. But we were in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro. We were on the beach in Brazil, and we were looking at... um, you know, the whole scene of what the Lord wanted to do, because we were on a cruise, God was moving, things were happening, and we went out and basically saw this, right? We're looking, we saw this, and we were like, this is so beautiful. And my wife came up, and our feet are in the water, and we're kind of having a moment looking at the landscape. And the minute she says to me, isn't this beautiful, I said to her, I can't wait to get to Spain. I just want to, you know, continue on. I think it was Argentina. I'm like, I just can't wait to get on that boat and go to Argentina. And my wife, looking, is beautiful. Look how beautiful Rio is. My wife says to me, are you, do you ever just stop and enjoy what's in front? Are you ever here? Like, she loves me, and she realizes that I'm wired to just do and do and do, but she's like, honey, we're literally looking at this. Baby, are you ever just here? And it really opened my eyes that we have to stop and enjoy life. We have to number our days. Because the five-year-old boy that says, dad, do you have time? And you're like, no. Dad, do you have time? You're like, no. It turns into an adult that doesn't want to give you time. That's how this works. I heard a story of a dad. He never wanted to give his son time. And dad, can I get 30 minutes to play ball? No. Dad, can I get? No. Daddy's working. Daddy's working. Daddy's working. And then finally, uh, this is a true story. Finally, his son came to him and said, daddy, what are you doing? He said, I'm working, son. He said, daddy, how much do you make an hour? like for one hour of your work? His dad said, I make about $50 an hour. His son walked away. Four weeks later, he came back and he said, Daddy, are you still working? He said, of course. He said, well, look, I, I did some lemonade stands with Mommy. I made some money and here's $25, Dad. Can, can I buy 30 minutes of your time to go play ball with me in the field? At that moment, the dad realized that life he didn't take it. He didn't, he took it for granted. Life, he should have been more proactive and should have made more time for his kids. This is wisdom. This is how we walk in wisdom. This is how we number our days. This is why the Bible says, teach us to number our days so we may walk in wisdom. We have to learn how to make every day count. We don't have time. All you got is time. When all is said and done, my kids are not going to remember that Daddy was always on the phone, Daddy's in ministry, Daddy's changed the My kids are going to go, Daddy didn't have time for me. That's why you and I, we have to. This is why I live with everyday mattering. Time matters. Your time with the Lord matters. The way you spend your time with other people, it all matters. We have to stop and enjoy life. Because I've seen the doctor say to people, you only have two months to live. Their life changes. Oh, man. I want to go scuba diving. I want to love my wife. I want to do this. I want to spend time with my kids. I don't want to be, I'm not going to answer the phone. I don't have time for needless chatter. Oh, it's how we should live. I know a minister friend of mine that's on dialysis. Um, His kidneys are basically down. And every three days he gets dialysis. And something changes in your life when you're on dialysis every three days. You know what happens? You live a little more urgent. You know what that means? Dialysis means they're cleansing. This is it. They're cleansing your blood. When you... So if he didn't go get dialysis, he would end up basically going toxic and he he would not be here with us anymore. But I'm going to tell you something about this mighty man of God. He lives urgent. Oh, man. He don't have time for sin. He don't have time to play games. He lives urgent. Every three days, he's on dialysis. He lives with an urgency to pray, like none other. He lives with a fire inside of him every day to make that day count and to do what God has called him to do. Hebrews 9 27 says this, uh, and this is a promise and it's a truth for all of us. It says that there's appointed for a man once to die, and after this is, your, is the judgment. What does that mean? You and I have limited days, your days are numbered. I'm not saying that in a bad way, it's an exciting thing. God knows when your life will end. He knows that you're, when your days are numbered. And let me tell you something. If you're watching right now and you don't know the Lord and you're playing with the things of God, you better call that number on the screen and get your life right. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Can I tell you how many people heard me talk like this and I've tried to share my faith. I remember I was working and I was sharing my faith with, with uh, someone that was working for me. And he basically said, James, I love you, but you know, Uh, I'm not going to uh, receive Jesus. I'm not gonna listen about your God. Man, they found him dead a few days later. Time isn't guaranteed to you. Let me tell you this. Call that number on the screen. Make a difference in your life today. It'd be the best call you've ever made in your life. Here's the deal. The number one fact is we have to number our days. That's the biggest truth about practically how to number your days. We have to do it. No one else can do it for you. You have to do it. If a doctor says you have limited time to live, you're the one that puts the limitation on yourself. You have to number them out. Every birthday that, if I write you a birthday card, my wife laughs at me about this. I write a birthday and I only say one thing every year. I say, happy birthday so and so, and I pray that this is the greatest year you've ever had. My wife's like, are you saying it again? I'm like, yes. Why, because I believe it's going to be. I hope, I believe, I'm, I'm believing that this is going to be the greatest year of your life. You have to believe it. When you don't expect anything, you're going to hit it every single time. And I write that every, every, every time. I hope it's the greatest year you've ever lived. We have to live with that urgency. The Lord told me something years ago. He said, James, if you believe me, your over 50 years will be the greatest you've ever lived. If you believe me, Your over 50 years will be the greatest that you've ever lived. How many of you watching are over 50? I prophesy to you right now that you are going to enter the greatest days you've ever lived. Come on, be honest. Call that number on the screen. We want to pray for you. Do you need hope? Do you need faith? Do you need your faith ignited? Do you need a miracle in your body? If you're over 50, call that number on the screen. We want to believe today that you're going to walk in breakthrough, that you're going to step into a new dimension of freedom. This is what we're believing. Over 50 years will be the most fruitful. I turned 40 last year. I'm excited. Bring on the next 10 years. I can't wait to turn 50 because I know it'll be the greatest years I've ever lived. The Lord told me that. I believe him for it. It's a promise. Moses prayed, Lord, give me that heart of wisdom. That psalm we're reading, a lot of people believe Moses wrote it. God, teach me to number your days so that I would have a heart of wisdom. Are you numbering your days, or is it just another day to you? Are you numbering your days? Are you making sure that your days matter? Are you spending time with the Lord? Are you feeding your faith, starving your doubts, living in a new realm of faith and possibility? This is what God has for you today. Teach us to number our days. Lord, I want to number my days. I want to know that my days are mattering. You only have one life. And I'll tell you what, I've done not a whole lot with my life so far. I've done a lot of things. We travel the world we've planted lots of churches. I've spoken in some of the, you know, biggest stages I would ever want to. Some of the greatest men of God on the planet or some of my personal friends. I couldn't be more blessed. My children, my wife, my family. I feel so blessed. But I got to tell you something. If I would die today, no regrets. No regrets, friends. There's none. I'm not sure I've done it, man. I've preached. I remember I preached in in Lupersome Holland in the Netherlands. I preached there Sunday morning, drove down to Amsterdam, jumped on a plane, flew to Connecticut, USA, and preached there that night in the same day. I've burnt this body out. I've done everything I could. And if I died today, if everything was gone, I would have no regrets. What else I can't do? What could I do? I run hard. I'm faithful. I'm pushing. I'm doing all I can. I'm running like you never would believe. I'm sleeping probably less than anybody you know. There's no regrets. You can't do much more. I've done all that I know to do to be faithful. Is that what you're saying? Or are you looking back going, man, I have some regrets? Call the number on the screen. Today is a new day for you. I see a page. I literally am seeing a vision of a page turning in a book. And the Lord said, today turns a new day for you. Today is a new chapter in your life. Today is a new day in your life. We've got to believe for this. This is how we get a heart of wisdom. We've got to learn to live on purpose, not just default. When you live on purpose, it's not accidental, right? It's not, a lot of people end up being like uh, whatever your last difficulty was, right? Look, we don't respond to darkness. We live on purpose. We are called to uh, stand for God, live on purpose, and allow His grace to transform our lives. And I want to tell you today, are you living on purpose? Are you living for the things that God has called you to live for? Are are you really not? Are you focused on this earth? Are you spending all your time, money, and energy on the things that don't matter in life? You can't take that stuff with you. You can't take that bitterness and anger. You might as well lay it down today. We need a heart of wisdom. Call that number on the screen. If, If you need wisdom today, which is mostly all of you, if you need wisdom today, call the number on the screen. Say, look, I want prayer for wisdom, I want to walk in the ways of God. I want to learn to number my days. Call that number on the screen. And if you don't know the Lord, maybe you do. Call that number. We want to introduce you to Jesus Christ today because I believe today is your day for a breakthrough because I'm believing this. We're going to pray in a few moments here. I'm believing this. Today, your day counts today you're going to make a decision to walk in wisdom, walk in power, and you're not going to live by default any longer. You will not be defined by your circumstances in the name of Jesus. I want to pray for you. Just bow your heads with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your presence and your power at work in our lives. I thank you that every person watching within the sound of my voice, they will number their days. I break every lie of the devil off of their mind. I break every lie of hopelessness off of them. And we release supernatural wisdom and we release supernatural grace today in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your power and teach us to number our days that we may have a heart of wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look, we love you guys. I believe that today is going to be a day of victory for you. Today is going to be a day of freedom and transformation. Um, I believe it. We've got to number our days. We've got to live urgency. The Bible calls it redeeming the time because the days are evil. They sure are. But at the same time, we're seeing God move in power. We love you. Signing off. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Breakthrough. There's a place that
1: breaks the silence. Hey, Breakthrough family. Abigail here. We want to thank you for tuning in today. As you know, this ministry has recently taken a big step of faith by going on television. We believe that God has opened this door and called us to spread the gospel message of power to America and the world. This step of faith is grounded on prayer and financial support. I want to invite you today to log on to jameslevack.org and consider becoming one of our Breakthrough Partners. Starting at just $10 a month, Pastor James will offer personal mentoring and coaching. You'll be invited to participate with weekly Zoom calls and have access to a private Facebook page reserved for our partners. Our Breakthrough Partners are the backbone of all that we do. From our local church, to feeding the poor, to traveling the world, Pastor James is grateful for each and every one of you. Partner today and position yourself for greater breakthrough. Go to jameslevec.org or call 1-800-599-3722. Our team is standing by to pray and help you today.